Welcome to Healthy-ish. This is the podcast from Body and Soul. I am Felicity Harley. Now get this, hay fever affects around 20% of Australians. Are you one of them? Well, today we're here to help to stop the itchy eyes, the scratchy throat, the runny noses and boost your health in the process. Yes, this episode isn't just for people who suffer allergies. There's some great tips on gut health in here as well. My guest today is geneticist and nutritionist, Dr. Denise Furness, who joins me from Queensland via Zoom and she's going to tell us all about it. If you do want more from her after listening to this podcast, you can grab Extra Healthy-ish, our longer interview where we talk about, well, different allergies like mould, like food, like dust mites. You can grab that wherever you get your podcasts. Denise, welcome to Healthyish. How has your morning been? It is good and I am looking forward to chatting to you today, Felicity. Me too, because I have to put my hand up here. I am one who suffers the seasonal allergies and oh, they have hit me big time this year. Oh, I used to be one of those people. So you will be happy to know and the listeners, if it's you, that it is something you can recover from um, because, yeah, there's times in my life that I've definitely suffered severely from that and it's such a pain. Well, talk us through it. I mean, why, how and why do they happen and why are so many of us affected? Yeah, so when we talk about seasonal allergies, you know, often called hay fever, These are things that occur at certain seasons, hence the seasonal allergies. And this is because of plants or trees or grasses releasing, you know, pollens. And then our body reacts. Our immune system turns on because it thinks, oh, there's a pathogen. I've got to attack this. I've got to get it out. So all of a sudden we've got like runny nose and we're sneezing and runny eyes and itchy. And that's literally our body trying to get something out. It's reacting turning on our immune system, releasing all these chemicals so that it can, you know, get rid of this particular thing. However, we know it's actually not that dangerous and we don't need such a strong reaction. So it is becoming more common. There are lots of different reasons why. The short answer is you could just say we don't know, but we do know that there are multiple factors. We call it multifactorial. There's genetic aspects, as I'm sure we'll probably touch on, you know, dietary things, even chronic stress, lack of sleep. These things affect your immune system, your hormones, and a big one is gut health. Uh, So there are many things that can affect it. And just quickly, you might have heard of it. Um, Have you ever heard of the hygiene hypothesis? No. Fill us in. You ever heard of it? No. So, yeah, just it's a hypothesis. It's It's not necessarily, you know, we can't say this is fact, but when we think about the frequency, why is everyone experiencing this? You know, it is normal to be exposed to dirt, bugs, pathogens, things like that, pollens. But now we are so clean with, you know, sanitizers and chemicals. Extra clean now, thanks to COVID, aren't we? (laughs) I know, a bit of a controversial topic actually getting onto that, but extra clean right now. But in our first few years of life, we want to be exposed to all of these things so that our immune system learns what's normal and what's not. We're kind of programming the immune system. Now kids are, you know, you're putting everything in your mouth. They're not getting exposed to these things. We're not learning what's safe and not safe. So there's this hygiene hypothesis. And we think that kids that are brought up in these sort of quite sterile and clean environments are more likely to have allergies and sensitivities. 
Interesting. Let's just pick up on the gut, the, the role the gut plays, because I think many of us have probably heard all the other reasons, and I do want to talk about the genetic reason. Perhaps we'll go on to that in Extra Healthy-ish. But what role does the gut play in all of this? Mm. So 70% of the immune system is housed within the gut. So it's no surprise then that the gut is impacting our immune system. And when we think about seasonal allergies, you know, that's an immune response. So if someone has, you know, digestive disorders or gut health issues, whether that's constipation, bloating, you know, food sensitivities, all of these things are going to impact your gut and your microbiome. I'm sure many people have heard of that now. The last 10 years, we've learned so much. So we have all these microbes, you know, bugs and bacteria in our gut, and they literally talk to our immune system. They help us make neurotransmitters and hormones and nutrients. And if you've got digestive issues or, you know, you've got problems with your gut, that directly impacts your immune system and your microbiome, and that can make you more sensitive. So as I said at the start, you know, you can recover from these things. And one of the ways is really working on your gut health. Wow, that's so interesting. Gosh, the gut is really the cornerstone, isn't it? I mean, sleep is in my eyes, but <laughs> the gut may be yeah. secondary. <laughs> yeah, they're all tied in together. They are, aren't they? So give us some of your top tips to overcome allergies and, you know, just, I just, as I talk about it, I can just feel it. I mean, I've actually taken a Clarentine this morning, so I'm feeling good. But you know, <laughs> I think listeners who suffer this know that feeling that head, the runny nose, itchy throat, help us cure it. Yeah. Well, the first thing, if you can, is reduce, you know, or stop the exposure to the allergen and then it's not being turned on. But that's not always possible, right? You can't not go out to the world. Um, but in <laughs> yes. some cases, you might find that actually the allergen is dust or mould or something. There could be something in the house. So try to work out what it is. But also the food you eat directly impacts your gut, your microbiome. You might also be nutrient deficient in certain nutrients that are needed for the immune system work to work properly. Um, but fibre, if we're talking about gut health, you know, prebiotics and probiotics are things that really boost gut health and can help people with their digestive health. And when we say prebiotics, really that's just fiber. And two out of three Aussies are not getting enough fiber and fiber is what feeds the microbiome. So if you're eating lots of fiber and lots of, you know, diverse foods, you're feeding different bugs in the gut that can boost your microbiome, boost your immune health, and ultimately might help you with your seasonal allergies if you've got some other things in check too, like the sleep and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what particular foods do you recommend for better gut health? Yeah, well, as I said, if we're talking about fibre, you know, we're thinking about whole grains, legumes, you know, veggie, sweet potato, even greens. Lots of foods actually have fibre. The issue is a lot of people these days are not eating, you know, whole foods. That's the issue. But you can start the day, you know, with a high fibre start. Lots of Aussies, you know, might have toast or cereal, but there's a big difference between toast, you know, bread and bread. You know, you could be eating a white processed bread that actually is just giving you empty carbohydrates, no fiber, you know, you're not getting all the vitamins and minerals, or you could have a bread, you know, like a sourdough that's good for the gut. That's actually got some fermented things in it, acting like a probiotic or lots of grains or a cereal, like all brand that's just full of fiber that doesn't have lots of sugar. So thinking about a high fiber start to the day. And then of course, as I said, lots of veg, it's 
There's lots of fibre in plant-based foods. I'm not necessarily, necessarily suggesting be vegan or vegetarian unless you are for ethical reasons. You know, protein is important, B12, iron from animal products. But really when we're thinking about fibre and gut health, you're thinking about plant foods. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I feel like there's so much focus on the gut, but why are only two out of three of us actually getting enough fibre? I mean, we're, how can we what, – what's going wrong here? Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, even when it comes to as I said, the whole foods, you know, people aren't eating a lot of vegetables. Like even if you just think about the standard guidelines, just, you know, our government guidelines for eating, you know, two fruit, five serves of veggies, most people aren't eating that many veggies. And then when they are choosing the carbohydrate stuff, like I said, they're brekkies, they might be having toast and cereal, but they're not necessarily choosing cereals that are high fiber, even though whole grains are full of fiber. But if you're having a processed grain, something that's had all the fiber stripped off it, even compare things like rice, you know, white rice, you're getting rid of the fiber, all the micronutrients, the magnesium, et cetera. Brown rice, it's still got those outer layers, that fiber. So thinking about things that are more in that whole form, if that makes sense. A simple change. Denise, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you. And I hope your seasonal allergies recover soon. Well, I'm starting with my gut. I'll tell you that. hope you enjoyed this chat with Denise and learned something I certainly did about the well once again about the importance of gut health and especially in things like allergies who knew right if you do want to know more from Denise we do a bit of a deep dive into allergies on extra healthish that is live now if you want more from us you know where to go online we are across social media or there are other episodes of healthish and extra healthish Thanks for joining us as always. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.